What's up, everybody? Before you listen to this episode of the TNR Show or Trinid Talks, make sure you please hit that follow button, turn on notifications so you're notified every time we put out an episode. Be on the lookout for because now on, from now on, new episodes will be out every Monday and Friday at 6 a.m. at 6 a.m. So please turn on your notifications, turn on your follows, share with your friends, do what you got to do. I'm going to really be appreciative. Thank you. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the TNR Sports Show. That is the TNR Sports Show. My name is Trinan. That is Ryan. Ryan, say what's up to the crowds. Hey, what's up, everybody? All right, listen up. Thank you for all the support for all our videos and um, podcasts. Even when there is no sports, I see that we're still getting pretty good views, pretty good um, following. So I really appreciate everybody listening, tuning in. We're going to keep rolling. We're not stopping. This train is not stopping for anybody. I don't plan on stopping for anybody. We're going to keep going. I will... Keep exactly. doing this as, podcast. As, um, Say what? As 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 Texas says, all gas, no brakes. Okay, I don't know about that. I will keep doing this podcast until I am the only listener, and I will probably still keep doing it at that point. I will not stop. This isn't going to stop. This train will not stop. I'm all in. Bring your own guts, as Dabo says, a very better person than Texas. Um. I agree. <laughs> All in. Somebody said that, I think, somewhere at some point. I'm pretty sure Clemson says it. Clemson, yeah. Maybe Dabo says that, too. He does. Um, one race back, I think Arkansas says that. Woo pig, as they say, in Arkansas. Arkansas. Um, yep, yeah, I apologize. I'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> what <did> you say? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not editing that out. Um, but I just wanted to support. Um, thank you for all the support, the love, the, the kindness, and everything in between. Ryan, what do we have for the people today? I believe it was Big 12 Media Day. Yep. So the last two days, the last two days being uh, July 14th and 15th, uh, were the Big 12 Media Days. And they are not the SEC Media Days, unfortunately. Um, Not as much of a show. No. uh, The SEC Media Days are the media days and i'm not a fan of any of the teams in the sec but they are a spectacle not even arkansas i I, i'm getting there but what is your problem buddy i i hate oklahoma oklahoma loses every game this season and i don't actually hate oklahoma but because you hate arkansas that's why i'm just not a diehard fan anyways um but yes the big 12 media days have happened over the past two days not a lot happened except for just generic uh, interviews. Um, two big things that did happen were one, um, Mike Gundy, uh-huh. the head coach of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, cut off his mullet. Oh, no way. What? Chris, what, what do you think about this? I think it's devastating. Revelation. I haven't seen a picture of that yet. That is absolutely devastating news. Um, he does say but he's going to grow it back over the course of the season. How long does something like that take though? That's the I mean, question. It, 
his hair is primed for a mullet. Like everything is like if you look at him his right personality now, is primed for a mullet. Not wrong. Everything he is is primed for a mullet. If he doesn't have a mullet, I could fear that was the only thing holding back this new thing of COVID, his mullet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is the last straw. Yeah, yeah. Something to think about, people. Uh, well, sure. I mean, uh, he'll be growing it back. Everything is in place on his head for a mullet. Like, his hair literally looks like everything is set for a mullet. It's just there's no mullet. There's like a void of hair at the back. It's okay, really yeah. Um, so that was a big talking point. Um, and the other big talking point was the Big 12 referees pretty much came out and said that they might penalize teams for doing the horns down against Texas. Okay, here's my question. <laughs> Will they penalize Texas, Texas for doing the horns up? No. Because you're going to penalize people for doing this. This number here. You got to yeah. penalize people for doing this. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Yeah. What is I, it? I, is it this? Is this right? Or is it this? Oh, that's that's a four. Um, no, that's a that's a llama. That's that's NC State. Ooh, pig, ooh, pig. So I think this is Texas, right? I don't know. I know it's some of the things. This is yeah. rock and roll. No, you're right. Yeah, rock and roll, baby. You're right. Yeah, it's this. Um, but the yeah, Wolfpack, it's, I think it's kind of, they, they've um they've been talking they've been kind of doing this for a while now, where it's been like unofficially like if you do horns down you get a flag, um uh, for unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, uh, I remember a few years ago. It's soft. It's soft. But there was a game in Austin, Texas. Will Greer was still playing, so it was in 2018. Uh, and Will Greer had oh, a last Greer. second touchdown, and then they went for two to win the game, and they got Jesus and West Christ. Virginia won. And then Will Greer went up to the Texas, like all the Texas fans, and it was just going like this, and they got like a 15 yard penalty for it. Who was Will Greer playing for? West Virginia. West Virginia. Jesus, didn't he play originally for Florida? Yeah, he played for Florida, and he transferred. That's nuts. Woof. Woof. Great Lord Virginia. have mercy. But that, that's um, a blast from the it's past. So, it's dumb that we can't do the I mean, like what I mean, for Oklahoma fans, it's like culture to do horns down. I think the fans should be able to do it, obviously. The what? The fans should be able to do it. Yeah, the fans can do it. It's just it's like if a player does it, it's deemed unsportsmanlike. Here's Which, what's unsportsmanlike. This is unsportsmanlike. This is unsportsmanlike. Doing this is not unsportsmanlike. I could point out a hundred things that are more unsportsmanlike than that. We just come as soft. This is the end of football. People want to talk about the money ruining the end of football. What will ruin the end of football is a bunch of baby back little babies ruining being soft and ruining football. That's what's going to ruin football. You think, especially with Texas. Like Texas is like, oh, yeah. They make all that money. You think all that money, all that toughness, and they're like, oh, don't, don't horns down. It's, it's, yeah, I'm a little baby boy. I can't handle people doing it. I mean, we do like the upside down U for Miami. No one gets mad about that. Doesn't matter. Is this racially motivated? I don't know about that, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's like a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, no I'm one sorry. cares about my. Sorry, yeah, yeah. 
No one cares but, um, what happens in Miami, but Texas. Yeah. But Texas, yeah, we got to treat the oil barons right. Listen, I, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? I mean, you know, it's disappointing that people are so soft. We live in a soft world. Yeah. I mean, Mike Gundy's lost his mullet. His, his mullet? Like, how could you lose that thing? That was a beautiful mullet. Probably shaved it off when Trump lost. <laughs> Sorry, I keep going on that political spectrum. Um, anyway, uh, that's just disappointing. Is there anything else from the Big 12? So um, I watched the interviews with Steve, Gar- Steve Sarkeesian, who's the new coach of Texas. Um, you know, they, they kept trying to – there were a lot of Texas newspaper reporters who were trying to – pretty much ask him like hey are y'all gonna be good like are y'all gonna be a, a good team and who's the quarterback gonna be because they have a quarterback battle between casey thompson and hudson card both of which are great quarterbacks really great whoever they pick um and he kind of just kept skirting the question away he would be and they'd be like you know do you all think y'all will be you know how, how good do you think you'll be what do you think you have to do to have like a successful season he'd be like you know like wins and losses are like uh it's not all about the job. Like the job's not just about wins. And when you're saying the job's not just about wins and losses, you're like, you must be saving face. You don't have so who said that? Steve Sarkeesian? Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I was just like, Texas is going to suck. That means Arkansas is guaranteed to beat Texas. Write it down here. Let it be known. Let be Arkansas known. is going to beat Texas and they're going to be on big lines. Um, but yeah, he, he just, um, he didn't want to say straight up, obviously, we stink. He would never say that. Um, but he clearly wouldn't also say, we are good. We have a chance to win a Big 12 title. He wouldn't say it. Um, which kind of had me smile a little bit when I was watching. I was kind of like, okay, this is good. Good. All right. I like it. Um, the Big 12 polls came out, the preseason polls. Uh, Oklahoma is obviously number one on that list, and Iowa State is number two, uh, which means I would say it's pretty good. They bring them back pretty much everyone. Um, they played really well last year. They even won the Fiesta Bowl last year. Um, and then, of course, you know, we, I also watched the Lincoln Riley um, interview. Um, he's the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. But um, it, he, he had a bit more of a confident um, interview over uh, for Oklahoma. Uh, it sounds like they're going to be doing a – two running back system. They got Kennedy Brooks and Eric Gray, who just transferred from Tennessee. Um, both of them look fantastic. I mean, Kennedy Brooks is a fantastic running back. He's been around for forever at Oklahoma. I think he's a fifth-year senior. He was actually the starter at Oklahoma over Trey Sermon, who was at Ohio State um, right. last year. Um, and then he opted out this past season because of COVID. Um, and then Eric Gray had a pretty good breakout season as a freshman at Tennessee before he transferred to Oklahoma. Um, so we got two good running backs. We have a really good offensive core um, with the wide receiver, Spencer Rattlin. Rattler is the favorite to win the Heisman, um, according to the um, early uh, bets, ratings, or whatever. Um, and, of course, the defense is now, it's now in the third year of Alex Grinch, who's our defensive coordinator, who – uh, so Oklahoma has a lot of confidence going into that because now he's got his guys uh, in his positions. Everyone knows the system. So there's a lot of confidence in Oklahoma right now. They, I, from the interview, it felt, felt like Lincoln Riley felt assured, not assured, but pretty confident that he can get to a Big 12 title game and potentially win it. 
Um, of course, he said that nothing is assured, but you know, he, he feels pretty confident. Um, I feel like the goal for Oklahoma uh, to have a successful season is to, at minimum, get to the national championship, which means winning a playoff game. Uh, I, I know it's been a failure of Oklahoma in the past. It's just they haven't been able to win one. They've been close. even gotten to overtime. Um, but they've never won one. Um, what you, I know, you know, it's kind of outside your forte, but it's kind of what I like. I want to get like an outside. What are your feelings? This kind of this show kind of acts as like a preview for the Big 12. What are your feelings on kind of the big three of the Big 12 right now? Oklahoma, Iowa State, Texas. The Big 12. Here's what I think about the Big 12. Yes, tell me. First of all, here's what's going to happen with the Big 12. I'll just tell you if you want me. You want me tell me. Tell here's me. what's going to happen. Can, uh, Oklahoma's going to win the Big 12. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be close. Yeah. Somebody will beat Oklahoma throughout through the se- during the season. I, it I won't go it. undefeated. I don't know I who it will be. I, I can make a joke about Kansas State, which I think is possible. It's possible. I could be Iowa State. I could be Iowa State. If I had to guess... I'd say Iowa State. I think they're. I think it's never obvious with Oklahoma. It never is. Oklahoma always drops one they shouldn't. Um, And right now, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Texas. I think what's going to happen it might be Texas, and they'll end up losing like eight games or four games or something like that, and they'll go eight and four, and they won't even make the Big Twelve championship game, but they'll beat Oklahoma. I can see that happening. I I can see that. I could see TCU maybe giving y'all a challenge. I pulled up this thing. Um, it was written by College Football News. It was written yesterday. So I guess it was going into the thing, and we can go through what they think. I don't yeah. know. You know, this is yeah. right here, find, of who they think is going to win. So Oklahoma's going to win, number one. Number two is Iowa State. Number three is Tejas. Number four is the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Number five is TCU. Six is Texas Tech. Um, Kansas State's number seven. West Virginia's number eight. They might be bad again. Um, Baylor's um, number nine, and Kansas is number 10. I think it's fair. Uh, I think Baylor should be better than nine. I think Kansas is great at 10. Like the, I mean, it's Kansas. Um, I do think Oklahoma's going to win it. I think Oklahoma has the chance to drop a game. They always seem to drop a game. Who knows who it would be, too. Um, Texas... I mean, you're right. Every game that Oklahoma plays against Texas, no matter how good either team is or how bad either team is, it's it's a 50-50. Like, I remember in 09, um, Sam Bradford, who was our quarterback at the time, tore his ACL. And uh, so we had our backup, Landry Jones, in the game as a true freshman. And we were – and Texas obviously went to the national championship that year. And uh, Oklahoma almost won. It almost won. Uh, and then we've seen like Texas go like six and six and beat uh, an Oklahoma team that went to the playoff, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's really, that's just one of those rivalry games that you just, no matter how bad one team is or how good their team is, they have a chance. Um, I think Iowa State is pretty good. Um, last year, they beat Oklahoma in the regular season. Um, at home in Ames, and they lost to Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship in, uh, in Dallas or Arlington, I guess. But um, And then they went on to the to Fiesta Bowl, which is New Year's Six Bowl, and they beat Oregon, um, who was the 
Pac-12 champion. Um, so I, I do believe that you are correct. I think Oklahoma, mo- as much as I hate to say it, will probably drop one because um, it's, it's just it's just in their DNA right now. They just seem to always drop one. Um, but what are your what are your expectations from Texas? You know, Texas kind of comes in. They're feeling good about their defense. They have one of the best running backs in the country. I'll give that to them. B. John Robinson's a beast. Um, and if a running back wins the Heisman, it'll probably be him. Um, what, what are your thoughts for first season Steve, Scarce- Steve Sarkeesian? I think a good nine and three, nine and three. is acceptable. I think eight and four is good. Eight and four, nine and three. Um, they need to be realistic. Tom Herman was not fired because his teams were bad. Tom Herman was fired because he couldn't win enough games. I don't think Steve Sarkeesian's inheriting a bad situation. No, he's not. You know what I mean? He's not inheriting what Sam Pittman inherited. No. You know, he's not inheriting what, you know, Shane Beamer inherited at South Carolina. This is a great you know, situation for Sarkeesian. Like, I mean, the team's good. They're good. Do they need to get better? Absolutely. Do they need better coaching? I don't know what it is, better players, you know, but they need to get better on some fronts. Um, I think Tom Herman was a good coach. I don't think he was a bad one. They lost games they shouldn't have, like those games against Maryland they should not have lost. Those were games I know they were a couple years ago, but still those are games they should not have lost. Here's what I think about, like, a lot of coaches right now. Coaches need to win the games they need to win and lose the games they should lose. Yeah. When you go out of your way to lose games that you shouldn't be losing, that's when you have a problem. Mm. It's not that, um, you know, no one expects Sam Pittman to beat Alabama and LSU and, you know, yeah. all these teams every year. Maybe sometimes, but not every year. Yeah. You know, win the games that you're supposed to win, beat the South Alabamas, the Louisiana Monroes, the Louisiana Lafayettes, the Tulane's. Yeah. The Texas El Paso's, the Coastal Carolinas, wins the game that you're supposed to win, yeah. lose the games that you're supposed to lose. And I think if Cesar Keesian does that his first year, he'll be fine. But as soon as he starts, you know, screwing that up, we might have a problem. He might have a problem. That's the thing about Texas. He'll last longer than one year unless he just is terrible. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll, he has no, to be awful. Um, it's just the thing about Texas is Texas doesn't hire bad coaches. They just don't. Um, they have the resources, the money the prestige, the recruits, everything. They always get good coaches. You know, Matt Brown, Matt Brown is a great coach. They let him go. He's great at uh, North Carolina still. You know, Charlie Strong, he's a great coach, won two national championships in Florida. He did great at Louisville. Um, even when he got fired, he went 10-2 and two at South Florida. He's a good coach. Um, even Tom Herman, Tom Herman's won a national championship at Ohio State, did great at Houston. You know, he's a good coach. Um I do think Sarkeesian is a step up from Tom Herman offensively. Obviously, you know, he's not a defensive guy. He's got Ethan's coordinator for that, but I just don't know. It's not really, I feel like whatever the rot is at Texas, it's not the coach. Uh, Cause you brought in two defensive sided coaches in Mac Brown and in Charlie Strong. And you brought in two offensive minded coaches and Tom Herman and Sarkeesian. Um, and of course, Mac Brown had a success until the later years and you know, that kind of fell apart. But um, 
I don't know. It's just weird how Texas is falling apart because they always get good recruits. They always get good coaches. They have the great facilities. They, they're Texas. Um, and they, I mean, Texas always has the potential to win a Big 12 and be in like a New Year's Six Bowl, be in a playoff. They just never do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess the other team in the Big 12 of note, uh, I, mean, we, I think we kind of just skim over Iowa State. State. Yeah, I think Iowa State's going to be decent. I think they're going to. Uh, is Brock Purdy back? Brock Purdy's back. Brees Hall is back. They're going to be better than people think. Back. I think they'll they're have a chance. Back. I think uh, what will probably happen is this year they'll lose to Oklahoma in the, yeah, the Norman. regular season. And then maybe have a chance to beat them in um, Jerry World. We'll see. Yeah. Um, they were close last year, closer than people give them credit for. And they won a Fiesta Bowl. They're, they're a good team. Like, And, um, I mean, their coach is fantastic. I think he's a great young coach. I'm surprised he stayed. He probably could have gone – probably could have taken that Texas job if he really wanted to. Um, I, Some people I, don't like that pressure. I mean, I like Lincoln Riley, right? Like Lincoln Riley, they always say, go to the NFL, go to the NFL. But when you're the man, you know, why leave? He's the man at Iowa. Man, Matt Campbell's a man at Iowa man. State. He walks around that campus with, I mean, they've been awful for, a, they were as bad yeah. as Kansas for years. Awful. They have never been relevant until now. And that's something to be said about that. There really is. It's something to be said. That's so why I think he's a wonderful coach. I think it's why would you want to leave when you're king of the castle? I wouldn't want to leave. Yeah. And he clearly loves Iowa State, which is awesome. I mean, I'm glad he likes it. Yeah. Um, if I was ruler of a country, I wouldn't go live with the poorest kind of leave that country to go be live with a bunch of poor people, you know, try to rebuild it up. You, you're already king, uh, you know, why leave? <laughs> moving to Texas is not, that's, that's like leaving the poor people and going to the rich. Yeah. You know versus I mean? Iowa, where there's a lot of corn in Iowa. There's a lot of corn. But I mean, Anyway, continue. Sorry. Oil in Texas. But, um, um, but yeah, I, I think Iowa State will have a good season. I think I think they could get to a 10-win season. I think that's realistic. I don't think they'll get it. I think I they'll think get they'll, 11. You think they'll get 11? I think they'll only lose to Texas. And I don't know who they play. Who do they play? I mean, they play, I everyone, in, they play everyone in the Big 12. One. Well, yeah. I think they'll beat so everybody they, in the Big 12. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, you play Texas. Um, I think those are the two not guaranteed losses. Obviously not guaranteed. Like I think they have a shot against both those teams. Um, but I think there is some depth. I think I think Baylor would maybe have a shot against them. I think um, maybe like a Texas Tech. Right, here it is. So a, they play uh, Northern Iowa. Okay. That's a win. Yeah. And then they play Iowa. That's tough. It's at, it is at Iowa State, though. I was expected to be good, so it should be a fun game. And then they're going to Iowa State's going to UNLV. Which okay. is weird. Why would you do that? Well, it's because UNLV um, shares this Raider Stadium, and so they're kind of going on this big tour, and everyone's this is big. Thing. Oh, okay. And then Iowa State goes to Baylor, and then you have all the Big Twelve. I'm trying to see if there's any. So they do play Texas at home, ten and two. That's what I think. I think they lose to Iowa. I think they lose to Iowa and Oklahoma. And I think they do beat Texas. Okay. That's what I think happens. I think they go, I think they go nine and three. I think they have but I don't I think they're good. But well it'd know. be enough to get them to the Big 12 championship. I think they'll make the Big 12 championship. 
I think they'll beat Texas. I think they'll lose to Iowa. They'll lose to Oklahoma. And maybe Baylor or TCU, maybe even a Oklahoma State. Any of those yeah. three could beat them. I think they will drop a random one of those three, like you just mentioned. Um, you know, they do just, play. They play Baylor on the road. Yeah, Baylor's Baylor can be tough. They got a good coach too. Yeah, we'll see uh, what happens there. And then I think Oklahoma. You know, I think everyone kind of just expects Oklahoma to win the Big 12 right now. It's just kind of been Oklahoma's show recently. And the Oklahoma's uh, the best team in the Big 12 this year. And they're like, I mean, in the past, I mean, every team kind of has not been as good to challenge Oklahoma. This particular year, mm-hmm. Oklahoma actually has a really great team. They've got yeah. a good quarterback, good wide receiver, good running back, good offensive lineman, good defense. You know, they have everything they need to be a good team. Um, you're right. I mean, everyone in Oklahoma kind of looks at this year as this is Oklahoma's year. Um, this is their shot to actually win um, national championship. I don't know if I want to go that far just yet. Uh, I want to see how good the defense I know how good the offense is. The offense is going to be wonderful. Um, I want to see how good the defense is going to be. Um, I think the defensive line will be very good. I think the linebackers will be really good. I want to see the secondary because we lost, we lost both our starting cornerbacks um, and our starting safety. So, um, so we pretty much lost our secondary. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see how the secondary comes in. We bring in transfer from Tennessee, a safety at Key Lawrence. Um, he, he was a big time safety recruit. He apparently did pretty good at tech, uh, Tennessee. I never watched him at Tennessee to be fair. Um, but he's supposed to be pretty good. He's a tall safety. He's like 6'2". Um, so that could be an upgrade because our last safety was 5'10". Um, and then, you know, there, there's some people who are looking at the, the cornerbacks. They did get a decent amount of play time last year because of COVID, because of injuries and stuff like that. Um, and they came up with some big moments. Like Woody Washington, who's expected to be a starter, had the game ceiling interception um against texas last year um or at least one of them i think i think there were two of them but i think he got one of them um and then the other one i think is fields um i think he's got a good shot to be a starter so it really just kind of depends if that defense can lock down i think i think they make the playoff i think they, they win the big 12 um, i think it's Texas, it's oklahoma's world right now um what are your thoughts trend do you think they have a shot to you know get back to the playoff and win a playoff I think if they're going to do it, this would be the year. I think they were the best opportunity. People overlook – I mean, a lot of people bash, and Oklahoma has had some bad performances in the playoffs. Yeah. And, you know, but they've all, that Georgia one was perfect. That was a beautiful That game. year with Baker Mayfield, they had a real chance of winning it. They would have won that game. They had a good shot. They had a shot against Alabama. Yeah. Um, and I also think the game against Clemson. They played Clemson in 2015 – and they played well, got a little out of control in the fourth. Um, yeah, whatever. Anyway, okay. um, they had no shot against Clemson. They got destroyed. They, they, um, they may have gotten destroyed against Alabama, but like I've said previously on this podcast, you know, if that first half would have – or that first quarter really would have started a little differently, it would have been a different ball game. It really would have. It, really it was a lot really close because uh, you're talking about the Alabama Oklahoma game. In the yes. Kyler Murray. Yep. Yes. That only ended like ten points, ten point difference, or something like that. That thing would have started a little differently. 
Alabama, if I remember correctly, got off to a very, very hot like start. 30 to zero. And then like we in the first back. quarter. <laughs> yeah. And we came back and got within 10. If they would have been a little different, maybe things would have changed. You never know. But, you know. And then LSU. Knows. But um, I, I think it really depends on who they get matched up with. You know, if they have like an early loss, you know, it's just a stupid loss. Like they tend to do. Um, they could get matched up with an Alabama or a Clemson or an Ohio State, um, depending on how the season plays out. Get matched up with them anyway, <laughs> probably. Um, it's just it's it's a weird season because this is the year, or I think I sent you something earlier where Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama all have new quarterbacks. This is their first year ever playing as a starting quarterback. Um, yeah, it's weird. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, we don't, there's yeah, no just three are weaker. Yeah. And people will say, Oh my God, Alabama is going to be fine. And I believe that, you know, I, would, yeah. I, I, I don't know about this year. They'll be fine. I think people are overselling Alabama and I'm sure that guy, <laughs> that quarterback they have in there is good. Uh, what's his name? Bryce young or something like that. Yeah. Is that Ohio? He might be the best thing. He might be the greatest thing ever, or he might suck. You don't know how good somebody is until you throw them on a college football field in the FCC. That's, that's true. You don't know. True. He might turn out and be the next Peyton Manning. I don't know. He might be the next Tua Tagovailoa. He might be the next DJU. <laughs> I just threw that in there for fun. But I do know for yeah. a fact that he's – we don't know. We just don't know. That is, I mean, that's true. Um, Ohio State, same thing. I don't know. Ohio State, same I feel like Ohio State's a little weak this year. I, they did I will lose a lot. Trey I, Sermon, him leaving. Trey Sermon, they lost Fields. Some defensive people, I believe. Some offense, some life, some some wide receivers. Yeah. Wow, so. two years. I think they've lost their entire defense. But yeah, I, I mean, they're replacing it. They're replacing a lot of good. I mean, they got a lot of good players behind them. It's just, you know, there's there's a log jam for that top four. Right now, I mean, you got you got Ohio State, you got Bama, you got Clemson, you got Georgia, uh, and you got Oklahoma. You know, uh, it, 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 it's hard to say who's gonna come out on top out of those those five teams, really. Um, but those are the five that everyone kind of expects to be there and uh, have a shot to win the whole thing. Um, yeah. But you know, fingers crossed. I mean, I think the Big Twelve. I do. I think we both agree Oklahoma's going to win it. Um, we'll see how they do in the playoffs. Maybe this is their year. Everyone in Oklahoma seems to think so. I think so. I hope so. I hope so. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens, you know. Yeah, maybe this is the year of the Sooner. The Sooner. If not, I'm going to tweet out that gif of the Sooner crashing several times throughout the year i'm looking for it all right so um do you want to move on from the big 12 maybe do some recruiting um before we get to recruiting i did want to mention one thing um and that is that brent venables former oklahoma defensive coordinator current clemson defensive coordinator yes uh has been has signed an extension of clemson he will be at the University of Clemson until 2026, um, and he will be paid $2.5 million per year. Highest paid, right? Highest paid assistant coach in college football. 
A lot of people always say, they always say, why doesn't Brent Venables want to be a head coach? Some people just don't want that spotlight. You know what I mean? Some people, why, why would you? You don't, you don't have, first of all, you don't have to be a head coach. You don't have to talk to nobody hardly, unless it's talking about defense. You don't have the questions about, you don't have to answer questions about special teams. He doesn't have to special offense, quarterback, nothing like that. He's getting paid. He's millions. No, he's probably getting paid more than Shane Beamer. I don't can't confirm that for a fact. He, I think he's getting paid yeah, as much think, as Sam yeah. Pittman. I think uh, Sam Beamer is like a million a year or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you're getting paid millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, you know. And I think you know people like Shane uh-huh. Beamer. I mean, not um, Brent Venables just don't want doesn't want to be king of the castle. He just wants to sit down and do what he does, and he loves what he loves, and. Yeah, that's enough for him, and it's hard for people to comprehend that. People think he's weird or something. I think he just has satisfied where he is. And some you just don't so, have to Brent traverse Venables. that. For, traverse that if you don't want to. He does what he wants. Yeah. So the thing about Brent Venables is that um, he, when he was at Oklahoma, he didn't have full reign of the defense. And that was kind of one of Bob Stoops' biggest mistakes. He never really gave Brent Venables full reign of defense. He always wanted his brother to be involved. Uh, and that that kind of screwed us. There were several like we had good we had good defenses when he was there, but they were great. Dabo let him have full reign in that defense, and look what he's done. He's won two national championships, you know, countless you know, conference championships, whatever. He's done everything. I mean, that he's defense, top. Trevor Lawrence's, for when they won that Trevor Lawrence national championship, was just unfathomably great. Disgustingly good. Um, he, he's. He, he, don't, he doesn't want to coach offense or special teams. Like you said, he's supposed to coach defense. He was offered the Clemson job when um, Bowden was fired, before Dabo was hired. He was offered it. He could have been the head coach right now. He was offered the head coaching role at um, Kansas State, his alma mater. He didn't want it. He wants to be defensive coordinator. He wants total control. He's got that. He's getting paid. The, the, the yeah, you want to leave that? Like I said, not everybody wants to be the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kyrie Irving left LeBron because he wanted to be the guy. See how that worked out for him? He went right back to Kevin Durant. Some yeah. people just aren't meant to be the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not everybody's yeah. Michael Jordan. Not everybody's Nick Saban. Not everybody's Devin Sweeney. Not everybody is Shane okay. Beamer or Sam Pittman. You know what I mean? Shane yeah, Shane. Yeah, I just right. want to bring up um, that good old. That was a good point. The, uh, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, yeah I'm glad we brought that up. Good, Joe. Good work, Ryan. Um, all right, now we're gonna do recruiting. Now we can do recruiting. Um, right, so not a lot to talk about, but we'll maybe go. I'll read them. How about that? Yeah, I'll read them. Yeah, do recruiting. Let's do this. Ryan has them all listed. I don't know any of this. All right, we got four-star linebacker Moses Walker commits to Rutgers. Look at Rutgers getting another yeah, Rutgers. Um, four-star cornerback Benjamin Morrison commits to Notre Dame. A very holy guy, Benjamin. That sounds more like, never mind. Oh, my God. Four-star linebacker Jalen Sneed commits to Notre Dame. This is a South Carolina player. Yeah, he's from the state of South Carolina, and he went to Notre Dame for some reason. Uh, do you know where he's at from South Carolina? Not really. It's upstate. I can't remember where. Oh, okay, I didn't know if it was down here. All right, we got four-star wide receiver Cameron Miller commits to the University of Tennessee. Go Tennessee, Ryan. Ryan hates Tennessee, everybody. I don't know why he hates them. I don't know why. I don't hate Tennessee. I used to be a fan of Tennessee. Did you know that? I did not. 
I thought you were a Georgia fan. When I lived in no, when I lived in Tennessee, I was born in Tennessee. I was I I I was I never watched any games because I was so young. But I was just like, oh yeah, the Vols, you know, because everyone's a volunteer fan. All right, we got four star uh, Y receiver Isaiah Stagna. He committed to Oregon. Congratulations, Isaiah Stagna. Four-star athlete Chris Graves commits to Miami. A very simple name um, list this time. I like that. I picked a good one. All right, we got four-star running back Ramon Raymond Ramon Brown commits to Virginia Tech. We then we got four-star offensive tackle George Fitzpatrick committed to Ohio State. Um, we got five-star Jeremiah Alexander. Oh, my God, I almost forgot something. Commits to Alabama. Um, Georgia transfer Demetrius Robertson. He committed to Auburn. What a scumbag move by him. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, why would you do George that? Pickens have towards maybe, he was a, maybe he's a Southern guy. Maybe, but like George Pickens tore his ACL. He could start. Some people just don't want to work hard. Um, four-star linebacker Demario Tolan committed to LSU. And four-star cornerback Austin Jordan commits to Texas. So congratulations to Texas on the huge pickup. As a Texas hater, I hate you, Texas. And that was recruiting. No crazy names this week. I like that. So no shout out to names. us. I think the craziest one was the Mario. Yeah, DeMario, that's not crazy. Yeah, Demario, that's pretty normal. I also forgot. Um, kind of going back on college baseball. This just happened like an an hour before we uh, filmed. Um, Kevin Cops, you remember him? Caps, yeah, from Arkansas baseball, won the Golden Cleats Award in baseball, and that's their Heisman Trophy. So essentially, our baseball player won the Heisman Trophy. Congratulations to Kevin Cops. Who was the best player in baseball? Did he get drafted? Uh, yeah, I don't know what round. I don't know if he's coming back. Is left. I would also like to point out that Clemson had several players predicted to go into the draft, Major League Baseball draft, and Will Taylor. I know for I think that's his name. Yeah. Um, did not decided to go to Clemson, and he foregoed his pick he in the MLB draft. He did not. Yeah, one of them did. Uh, Bubba Chandler. Bubba Chandler was going to be. Uh, he was a four-star quarterback for the for the football team and a baseball player. Yeah. Uh, he got. He drafted. did sign. He, yeah, he got drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates in the first round of the MLB draft. If you get drafted in the first round, but this guy Will Taylor, I believe his name is, didn't get drafted till the thirteenth. I mean, yeah, um, the third Clemson. round. So, at that point, you could go to Clemson and make just as much money nowadays. So. Might as well go smoke some weed, drink some beers, go to bars, have a good time, and have no responsibilities other than go so to class. Is that being and a baseball player or going to college? Going to college. Oh, Excuse both. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's, um, the, who's to say? Yeah. <laughs> Probably is both. That was a wild crack. Um, I'm going to have to ask you to never crack your neck on uh podcast again. So um, I'm just playing. But um, that's Lots important to note as well. So there is some baseball news. Um. I don't know about Kevin Cobbs. I have not heard. Say that again. We'll have what? What did you say? So before we know, we'll have hockey news. 
Oh my god, I'm not covering college hockey. College hockey. No, I'm not doing that. I will be honest though. <laughs> I have kept up with college hockey. It's not bad. The 99th pick. I don't know. Round three, number 99. The Padres selected Kevin Cobbs out of Arkansas. I do not know if he's actually going to go. No one said. But he won the Golden Spike, so congratulations to Kevin Cobbs. All right, Ryan. I mean, yeah. All right, Ryan, we're going to do one last thing. All right. Um, You know, I like doing these dumb polls this guy posts. So I'm going to go through some of the – some of our faves, some of the people we like to talk about, and I'll break them down for you, and I'll see what the biggest liability for every school this year will be. Do it. All right, who do you want to start with, Alabama? Yeah, I'll start with Bama. Start with the All right, theirs is going to be a punter, according to this guy. Now, I don't know if this guy's credible. He might be a jackass living in freaking Oklahoma, for all I know. But he makes lists, and it gives us talking points. So here we are. He said a punter. I don't think Alabama even punts the ball. So that's stupid. We're going to give that a failing grade. Bama's weakness is always special teams. Yeah, that's always kicking. It's special teams. What a liability. Get the get out of here. Stupid. Now, this is legit right here. Arkansas's defensive line. It's always defensive line with Arkansas. I don't think it's ever not been defensive line. See, Arkansas's problem is they don't have enough what I like to call depth. Do you know what that means, Ryan? Probably not as an Oklahoma or Clemson fan. Death or depth? Depth. Like depth. 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 I have a hard time pronouncing it. I will yeah. be honest. Like yeah. the depth of the roster. Yeah. yeah. I have a hard Clemson time pronouncing that. I'm sorry. Depth, so we don't have yeah. to worry about that. So Arkansas does not. I'm pretty sure Arkansas plays like three defensive linemen all year and we'd have no backups. So I tend to agree with that guy on that one. All right. Let's scroll down the list. We got Clemson's as offensive line. I believe it. Last year's offensive line was. Yeah, was not good. Well, maybe it's gonna get better. I think it's going to get. I think it's. I do think it's going to. Get, I mean, it's another season. It's going to get better. Um, and then I kind of we we added a new guy. Um, Jace. I know what's his name. I'm blanking on his name. We had a new guy. We'll get to that in the ACC talk show, though. All right, sounds good. All right, Clemson. Um, no, we just did that one. Georgia. I'm not going to typically stop on Georgia, but. This guy has quarterback as his, their number one thing, which makes no Quarter sense. I thought corner. they had quarterback, like a quarterback, like throwing, throwing the football. Yeah. Yeah, they got JT. I don't understand that. That's the best quarterback they've ever had besides Fields. I'm sure somebody in the comments is like, what the heck, dude? And he probably comes with some bullcrap answer. I disagree. That's a failing grade. This guy's an idiot. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Um, who's next? Can we well, skip over all those people? LSU's is quarterback. I agree with that. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're just a disaster yeah. quarterback. Um, all right. <laughs> this guy, Michigan, he's got Michigan on here. His their biggest liability is Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny. That's guy got a sense of humor. All right, you get a passing grade on that one. Um, Mississippi State says running back, according to this guy. No, it's Mississippi heck of- State has running backs, you doofus. Mike Leach doesn't run the ball. You can have the best running back in the country. You don't run the ball. I mean, what are they going to do? This is my opinion, of course. All right, who's next? Ohio State. Say what now? Mike Leach doesn't run the ball. Yeah, exactly. 
Ohio State defensive back. They are DBU. There's no re- no. Uh, it's probably got to be quarterback. failing grade. Their quarterback this year. Oklahoma offensive line. Hell no. Okay. Oklahoma. Well, this guy might know. This guy feels like he as a Sooner guy. Oklahoma's offensive line never gives up sacks. Think about it. When did you ever see Baker or Kyler or Rattler? Well, they run a lot. Get sacked. But we they run a lot, though. We get 1,000-yard rushers every year. That's a good point. Jalen Hurts even succeeded under them, and, you know, yeah. he couldn't throw for crap. Um, for, I, I would say, I mean, probably secondary because we normally get blitzed on the pass. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. All right, we got um, South Carolina. Just being honest, I mean. Yeah. South Carolina, wide receiver. Wide receiver for South Carolina. I agree with that. According to my South Carolina friends, their wide receiving core is depleted. Bad. I mean, I, I can go with that. Um, maybe secondary, too. They're, they're pretty light on secondary right now as well. All right. Um, Tennessee is linebacker. Tennessee is everything. They lost every single player. But I tell you, people, he hates Tennessee. They lost like 40 players last year. How do you come back from that? That's a good point. All right, Texas is Texas boosters are the weakest link. Not paying Not enough. anymore. Okay. Um, we got I don't think there's anybody of note left on here. I don't see. Did I skip over somebody that we like? Nebraska's linebacker. I guess we'll throw Nebraska in there as a a charity. Nebraska's weakness is quarterback. Actually, Nebraska's weakness is everything. Yeah, everything's exactly. Everything's running back. They have good running backs. All right. That ends that list. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'm going to end the show with something very funny. I kind of forgot about this. And, you know, I wanted to do this because I think it's funny. I think it's a good tweet. And I wanted to read it. So my co-host Ryan tweeted this the other day. And when I read it, at first I was like, what the? And the more I think about it, I'm just like, what the? England and Italy played in the Europa final, Europe thing the other day. So Europa, did I say that right? The Euroleague. Yeah, whatever. They played in that and they played for a championship for the Italy versus England. The battle of the accents, I like to call them. Hello, governor versus where's the Gavagoo? And, you know, they had a great battle of accents there. Anyway, Ryan tweeted this out in the middle of the game. England is the USC Gamecocks of world football. They've only won one title in the 60s. They claim they're good because their league they're in and their fans suck. The only thing that could change today is the title issue. And it did and not change. Didn't. It did not. Ryan hates South Carolina. I thought I hated South Carolina. I thought I did. Turns out I would never tweet something like that out of the blue randomly. <laughs> like my hate's motivated by things. Like I hate South Carolina when I see them on the field wearing their colors and dancing and stuff and playing the teams I like. But randomly like that, I don't just take pop shots out of nowhere. No, I'll always, I'll always take a pop shot. I've always um... – I always rooted against South Carolina. Doesn't matter who they're playing. They could be playing Texas. I'd root for Texas. 
I would root for Texas. Well, yeah, um, like I uh, like I did in the rivalry episode, which is out on this channel. If you would like to listen, um, it's all about who's impacting you. You don't live in Texas. You're not surrounded by a bunch of orange all the time. I'm impacted by a lot of game guys. Yeah, exactly. So you're a little bit more emotionally charged toward the towards the way they act and the things they say and do. So, all right. Well, that ends the episode. I just wanted to thank Ryan for hopping on here and doing this with me. I appreciate it. Good episode today. Do you like your Big 12 recap or Big 12 preview? Yeah. Keep, we're going to keep. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just excited to see uh, Mike Gundy's mullet grow again. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I think we're headed in a good direction in the Big 12. I don't know what direction that'll be, but it definitely is a good one. So I wanted to thank everybody for Going watching. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I want to thank everybody for listening, watching, liking, and subscribing. Thanks for tuning in to the TNR Sports Show. If that's it, bye. Thank you for watching to the Trinan and Ryan Sports Show. As I said toward the beginning of the video, please like, follow, share with your friends, turn on those notifications. Every podcast format will now be out on Monday and Friday at 6 a.m. So please be on the lookout. And even though you know when it's supposed to be, I would really appreciate it if you could still turn on those notifications. You could be notified. And you can always know when the Trinan and Ryan Sports Show or Trinan Talks is coming out. Thank you for listening to this episode of TNR or TT. I appreciate it. Have a good one.